Greetings and welcome to Creatively Geeky. Uh, this is episode number one and the newest show on the Epically Geeky Network. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this, you probably recognize most of the crew on here, uh, but we do have uh, a newcomer as well. Uh, so just going around, uh, like I said, this is why is everyone like looking bug eyed? So. Um, this is episode one of Creatively Geeky. I am your host, Eugene Stevens. Uh, this is our newest show for the network. Uh, it is something that has come out of, honestly, kind of came out of the, the book club. Um, we read a book by Felicia Day, and she talked about having a support group for her creativity. And since most of us do something creative, we thought, you know what? This would probably be helpful because I know I'm, I'm talking to everyone else uh, – Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you get locked up. Sometimes you just you need someone to talk to to help you make sure you're, you're still going. You're still pushing forward. Uh, so that is the purpose of this show. And I hope anyone who's listening to this uh, will get that motivation as well. This is this is to help you as well. You know, keep pushing through. Keep being creative. Keep making. Um, so with that said, uh, I'm, I'm just going to get in and do a quick introduction for myself and then we'll just go right around. Um, if you don't know, uh, like I said, my name is Eugene Stevens. I, uh, started epically geeky. The previous site before it was one man asylum. I do podcast. I am a amateur, uh, prop maker. I'm the, one of the lead members of ghostbusters ATX, the Austin area ghostbusters. Uh, so a lot of the stuff that I, I got into this really big, you know, to make props and stuff. And as such, uh, I've started getting into 3D, 3D design and 3D printing. And that's really kind of where I find most of my create creativity coming from is, uh, designing things to 3D print. So, uh, and like, like I said, we'll kind of get into that a little bit later on. So, uh, I guess we'll just get start all the way around. Uh, Jennifer, go ahead and do a quick introduction. Hi, I'm Jennifer, and I am also on the Ethically Geeky Show, uh, Marginally Geeky, the book club, and Sustainably Geeky, which is the one that I host um, about the environment. And um, yeah, I've been, I guess, uh, creatively curious for most of my life, and <laughs> um, I've always liked, you know, musical things, artsy things um, in different formats, um, but recently kind of been expanding. And I guess we'll get into that more, but excited to kind of uh, have, you know, other folks to bounce things off of and hold me accountable. Good deal. Uh, Ray? Oh, yeah, sure. Right to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been, I don't know. On and off all my life, I've always been into the arts. Uh, really enjoyed uh, doing uh, art in general, so like drawing and uh, and painting. I've painting has been more my style lately. It's something I've been really trying to expand on in all different sorts of mediums. That way, uh, I love being a part of musicals. I've been in musicals uh, when I was in high school uh, as well as public school. Uh, it's why well, I'm just now finding out about this. <laughs> uh, so I, it's like I we don't even know you. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I love doing that kind of stuff. I really want to push into getting to more music part of, of that. I, I haven't really touched on them in a long time. Um, so yeah, there's, there's all sorts of aspects, not to mention the excitement of potentially building a shop at some point and, uh, and getting into that stuff. So. 
Chris? Hello. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's how I should have started the show, is just hello. I, I guess, I don't, I don't know, I never really thought of myself as a creative person until I was an adult, and then realized I come from a very creative, extended family, and my mom's really creative too, um, but I, we were actually in the musical together in public school, uh, so we've been in a musical together. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of plays in high school, um, a lot of plays, and I did drama all throughout. And actually thought I was going to be an actor when I was when I left high school, but that didn't work out. <sighs> I have the personality for it. Uh, and then yeah, I dabbled in writing. Oh God, about ten years ago, which is how I met Eugene. Uh-huh. through cyrus and his sneaky little <laughs> ad on an author's aspiring author's page that eugene didn't know about but you were very nice about it um and i enjoy baking i love baking it's like my stress reliever which i have passed down to my daughter because yesterday she was having uh a not great day and was like make cupcakes so she made cupcakes <laughs> I appreciated uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone Absolutely. Else, yeah. Everyone, they were really Benefits. good. Benefits. Yeah. And that, uh, but now it's just, um, I don't know, just being, knitting. Knitting and being creative. Yeah. Just trying to find new hobbies, um, dabbling back into old ones and just being held accountable for things I set my mind to because I find really good reasons not to do things. <laughs> sometimes i don't need a good reason sometimes i just it just happens so. oh look, i didn't do anything all day oh oh yeah uh and that's hopefully this show's gonna help with that just yeah. as I, I i see you wearing like the emperor's hood and like standing behind her telling her to use her hatred for the baking so <laughs> funnel it into the cake uh anyway john. Hatred. Yeah. um i'm sean uh fellow canadian Mm-hmm. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> um, growing up, I was really kind of into the math and sciences, so no. it wasn't until adulthood, much like Chris, that I started realizing I was more creative than I had realized all growing up. Uh, taking all the math and science courses in high school, university, and stuff like that, I I was good at it. But I always enjoyed writing and mm-hmm. I took all the English classes and all that. And I really loved it. But at that time, it was like going to computers, Y2K, all that crap. Mm-hmm. So I think I took a wrong career path. Um, <laughs> but now that I'm older, I, I find I enjoy sitting down and writing when I have the time. Um, I used to do funny little vein poppers that I post online and then short stories and I've got a couple novels on the go right now, and it wasn't actually until my son started writing when he was like 10 that I was like, man, if he can do it, I should be doing this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, writing has always been fun, but music, I can't read a lick of music, but I'll sit down and start, just start playing the piano because I, I can play by ear. Um, it's very relaxing. And sure. right now my big thing is building because uh, I'm renovating like crazy. And when you live in a century home, renovations are extremely creative. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing square. You never know what you're going to find. So 
that's, you get, you get that's what's sucking up all my time right now is these stupid renovations. But out of that, I'm going to get my own man cave. So, and it's going to be epic when I'm done. Like model train set and scale is going to circle the whole thing. Wow. I have a computer lab in it. I'm going to have like a workshop for like Legos and the whole nine yards. I can't awesome. wait. But uh, yeah, that's that's my outlet right now because I don't have time to write that much because I got to get a whole bunch of this building done. But like anytime I'm out there, I'm looking at it and I got to come up with creative solutions so the whole place doesn't fall down. <laughs> Since you have nice. a man cave, do you guys have she sheds in Canada? Do you know what the she shed is? We have word. heard yeah. of that. Yeah. I yeah. love that commercial. Boss, stupid. <laughs> she shed. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna get a she she or she shed, Carl. Shed. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you were asking me if Christy wanted a she shed. I'm, I, I don't know if I responded to you or not. Like the deal was, like I get this room and the rest of the house is her. She doesn't need a she shed. She has a she house. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then our newest addition to the site is Lauren. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Hey guys, I'm Lauren. Um, I've always kind of been creative. I like building things and making things. Uh, I've been into cosplay uh, the last four years, and uh, I make uh, armor builds. Oh, cool. So, and I also do. Uh, I make a lot of stuff on my Cricut. So I design shirts and sell them things as well. I just really need help with like the accountability level of it. <laughs> I get sidetracked very easily for other things. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Her cosplay is amazing, by the way. Like she, she's, you, got she's got several cool great stuff. ones, but her her hot girl is just insane because the the wings actually like go up and down, and it's it's freaking insane. So that's a never ending project. It's my love hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of get that when I talk to you. You're like excited about it, but then you're also just like, ah, oh, it's, it's more stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> It needs to be fixed right now. It's in the garage, and I'm like, oh, do I even want to touch it? <laughs> um, so that is our group, uh, and, and you know, uh, we plan on doing this once a month. We'll get together and just kind of discuss. I, I would like to everyone for everyone to kind of set out maybe at least one thing that they're kind of wanting to focus on, and maybe a goal. Um, so. Uh, once again, if, if well, I mean, I'll just throw it out there. Does anyone have anything they're currently working on or something they want to start on and, and maybe a goal for, well, let's say, by the next time next time we meet? Everything. Everything. Have our house ready for sale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's creative. I mean, yeah, depending on how you're trying to sell it, you're right. That could be pretty creative. So. That's where all of my creative juices are going right now because I have to put trim up, which I'm mostly done now, which as Sean can attest, if not everything is square and you're doing trim, dear God, I hate it. Yes. <laughs> Dude, caulking. Oh, oh. <laughs> it does wonders. Um, yes. So yeah, I'm. Uh, that's where my energies are going right now. Uh, that being said, um, I need a real kick in the ass to get going on my guitar again, and uh, I'd like to at least learn one new song before before <laughs> the time we uh, we meet up. So okay, so you're shooting for for a new song before next time. We yeah. Um, 
You know what? I'm, I'm going to try and shoot for a Green Day song because I haven't really learned anything from them yet. And they've got a new album out. Mm-hmm. So that'd be kind of fun. And you can play it for us on the next show. Uh, I don't know. What <laughs> copyright, copyright, copyright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play f- for five chords until. I don't know. I'll play eight chords. <laughs> Literally the A chord. Boom. Uh, no. Oh, Lord. Okay, you know what? I'm going to start taking notes so that I know oh, what everyone No, he's going to grade us. Uh, no, I am not uh, grading. We and, and that's the other crap. thing. It's I want to make crap, sure though. this is supposed to help um, motivate us. I don't want this to ever become a a thing like Felicia Day had where she was like she felt like she had to keep lying to her support group uh, <laughs> because she was playing World of Warcraft constantly so um, yeah um, I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in real quick so uh, I've actually I'm working on three different things one thing I really can't kind of talk about yet because uh, it, it's something that I'm hoping to sell and I don't I'm kind of fighting against – not really fighting, but I'm competing against some other people to kind of get it out to market. So I don't really want to mention that too much. I've got two other things. Um, I'm currently, like your wings, Lauren, my proton pack seems like it's always a process. And uh, I'm in the process right now of revamping the smoker that goes in it, and I've got some new things designed. I've got them on there. It's just I've got to, I've got to get myself to – Take the thing down, take it apart, and rewire the damn thing. And then I'll pretty much reset on it, and I'll be – I can actually send out those plans and be happy with it. Um, so I'm going to give an either or. I'm hoping that maybe by the next time we meet, I will have either at least made some movement forward on that process, if not finished it. Uh, the other project I have is uh, we are recording this in uh, February of 2020, and – um, this little guy has been all the rage. It's a 3D printed Baby Yoda. And uh, as you can see, it is, uh, it's been 3D printed. And I haven't put it together completely yet. I haven't glued him together yet because uh, I want to be able to paint it easier. But um, Close your eyes, Chris. <laughs> I know, right? He's, he is adorable. But he's gray. He has been filler prim- or he's been primered, and he's I've so actually cute though. <laughs> I've ordered some more filler primer for it because I've never really done anything organic. All of the stuff that I make is uh well, like it's Ghostbusters equipment. So either it's it's you know it's it's equipment. It's nothing organic looking like this. So if it's got some dents and dings on it. It's weathering. It, it looks like it's been through hell and is actually equipment that's been used, and that blends in fine. But I can't do that with this little guy, so I'm forcing myself to not only try to get a pretty decent uh, sanding job on this cool guy, but I have had a airbrush in a sealed in a box for over a year, and wow. I have not taken it out. Mainly because, once again, going back to the type of equipment I usually do, I can do that all with a rattle can. So it's like, why, why would I break it out? And I'm trying to force myself to do a experiment and paint this little guy with that. So um, if I don't make any movement on the proton pack, maybe I'll get some movement done and maybe get close to finishing this little guy. So, uh, yeah, those are those are the things I'm shooting for right now. And, you know, I walk in my office and they're both sitting right there and I'm just like, oh, I've got to get on these. <laughs> like, there's no real external pressure as for me having to do it. It's just all internal. I want to get them done so I can move on to other projects. So that's what I'm shooting for. Uh, Chris. Okay. <laughs> so with, 
working on the house, we have two built-ins on either side of our fireplace that um, they don't have any doors on them, so they're wide open. So in order to hide our mess uh, when we're showing and stuff, I'm going to make two curtains out of an old bed sheet. I haven't sewn since the 10th grade. And I have a sewing machine in a box that I got from my mom who got it from my great dead ants house so you know hoping it's got some good juju on it um but yeah i haven't i haven't sewn my sister sews all the time and i know how to sew and i know how to use a sewing machine and everything like that but it's been so long that it's intimidating to try and figure out how i'm even going to do this but it's just it's simple it's a big square so how badly can i screw it up but yeah that needs to get done by (laughs) next monday so just to hide the mess. So, so have you, you said you haven't sewn anything since 10th grade, but you at least learned then, right? Yeah. So I took a sewing class in high school. So we learned the proper. We all had to in grade eight. No, no, that, that, was, that was, that was different. That, that was, was home ec. It was home ec and it was, a, we had to hand stitch. Hand stitch these. Uh, um, and a football. Yeah. Did you make a football? Yeah. I made a huge uh, bulldog. It was Huge. I made a little itty bitty hedgehog because that was the cheapest one. Um, God, I wish I had learned this in high school. See, I don't know. Like, I can sew on a button, but that's about it. Well, in grade eight um, at, at our elementary school, you spent half the year doing home ec and then half the year doing wood shop. shop. So they don't believe in teaching life skills in the U.S. in school. Just yeah, uh, okay. They're random academic things that we don't yeah. use. They're trying, they're trying to do that here too. That's okay. Um. Yeah, so well, I'll I, be equally stupid. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's teach them trig because they can use that when they're balancing their checkbook. Quinn loves algebra. He's just hey, we so need more ri- rocket scientists and yeah. stuff. So. Um, so, yeah, so I took that class in high school. I got 80%, so I did pretty decently. But, again, and my grandma's a huge quilter. She loves quilts. She even got the fancy quilting machine and a big drafting table and all the fancy cutting things and stuff. Um but I, I, yeah, I haven't done it since the 10th grade. And anytime the kids needed a Halloween costume, it was him sewing it, <laughs> not me. So wow. <laughs> I'm going to try to do this and not hurt myself. <laughs> With my thumb going right through the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be bad. <laughs> I was going to say. I was say, how bad could you really hurt yourself with it? But uh, uh, Lainey, I've seen, I've watched Lainey cut herself with a potato peeler with with a safety yeah. on it. So yeah. I, if you're motivated, you can do anything. <laughs> See, all, all I could hear, I, I can hear it now. Like I'd be in the other room, always say, "Ah, son of a freak!" Yeah. <laughs> My thumb is stuck to the sewing machine. <laughs> Let me get the scissors again. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, do you want to go next? Uh, Yeah, so I'm actually working on Savannah's. I've got all the armor cut out. I need to have it done by May before Geek, or Epically Geeky Expo. I can't ever get the name right. (laughs) No one can. (laughs) EGX. There you go. Because we have uh, Comic Palooza the next weekend that we compete in, and uh, I've been really slow on finishing it. I've got it there. (laughs) In a container next to me. Nice. <laughs> but you've at least started on it. Yeah. I got the pieces cut out and glued together. It needs okay. the trim. All, all the hard stuff's left. 
<laughs> so what is what is the armor consist of? Like, what are the pieces? Uh, so this little uh, hub here. Oh. oh. <laughs> and there's a lot of pieces, oh and they God. all get trimming. Have y'all ever played World of War World of Warcraft? No. It's been a long time. Well, it's one of the characters from it. She's one of the bosses, and uh, okay. she requires a lot. Of oh, wow. So what material is that? So this is EVA foam. Oh, okay. I buy uh, the big rolls from uh, TNT Cosplay, which is easier than buying those mats that you can get from the store. It actually ends up being cheaper to order the rolls as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because the material's better and you can use all of it. Versus, oh, like, nice. you know how you have the edges you can't use? Yeah. And then they sell, like, cool things like these, these angle pieces. Mm-hmm. Nope. Which are expensive, so I can't order more, so I'll have to make my own. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm working on that, and that's going to be finished. And then I'm trying to learn how to mold, which is not turning out so well either. Is not. So what's what's happening with the molding? Because I've actually – she came to me and had me 3D print some spikes that she needed, and so I 3D printed them, and she was going to make molds out of them. What's What's going on with that? So they're turning out okay, but when they get to the tip here, for some reason, in the mold, I guess mm-hmm. it's the way it's curved. I think I gotta figure out how to let air into there to oh, get the point. Okay. So, or I can just file it down and make my own. <laughs> <laughs> that might work too. Have you tried vacuum seal? Um, no, I just I've had to sand them to get them a little more smoother because I didn't realize how much of the ridges were gonna show up when I did it. Like, everything yeah, shows up. I was kind of surprised. I was afraid uh, that might be the case. I, well, I didn't think it would, like, I, I don't know. I didn't think it'd be that detailed when I molded, uh-huh. but it is. It picks up, like, every little thing, like the little skull I made. Uh-huh. See, okay, you can see, yeah. like, the little flaws in it, even, which yeah. I was surprised. That's what, that's one of the reasons, because people have asked me, some of the things I sold, they're like, have you ever thought about doing resin cast of it? And I'm just like, I don't want to sand forever. <laughs> to get yeah, you've got to sand a lot more than I did. Oh, yeah. So, but, okay, well, cool. So you're working on, you're working on a big cosplay you're trying to get done. Yes. Nice. Uh, Sean? Month time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do an epic piece of fiction. Uh, okay. My taxes. Okay. Ah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's gonna take up probably most of my free time. Um, my taxes personally take me about ten minutes. Deb's taxes with yeah. her small business. Oh. Yeah. That's and she is so organized. I've got her with spreadsheets and all that. She, God bless her. She she has everything sorted into nice little piles and stuff like that. But it's still, it's it's going through it, and I still have to go through, like, all our utilities and stuff like that and break all that stuff down because I can write off parts of our house and stuff like that because she mm-hmm. teaches here. Mm-hmm. But, oh, it's just, I, like, take an entire room, like, sorting everything, and, yeah. Hooray! Just to, like, break even on taxes. Like, it's... <laughs> Freaking crazy. I was going to say, uh, the so our teachers are somewhat on strike right now, 
And part of that strike means that uh, they aren't giving out report cards. And normally, I really love seeing the report <laughs> cards that uh, you cheer that uh, Sean oh, sends back yeah. because he gets to say his little piece there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they didn't come out this year. I was kind of disappointed. No. Yeah, I, they're all posted. I, yes. I've got them all. <laughs> yep. Nice. I, yeah, that's that's always the fun thing to do. Patrick doesn't care anymore. Catherine oh, hates it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it this year. Don't write anything on there. Hey, if I have they, to read it, they have to, to read mine. <laughs> what do you normally write? I'm oh, not familiar yeah. with this oh, tradition. Oh, I'll uh, I'll send Should you. I, I'll go I, have, uh, I I take a oh. picture of all of them and I put them on Facebook. I actually have an album for them. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I'll send it to the group. Yeah, yeah, send it, to, find it yeah. to the group. Uh, yeah, because I some are better than others. Sometimes I don't know. I just catch me on a bad day, but some of them are. Yeah, they're like top notch. Inspired. I I will say I've read some of them, and they are some of them are pretty oh, man, good. Yeah, I missed them. Yep, they're all there. But uh, yeah, fiction taxes. That's, gotcha. That's the goal for this month. <laughs> I just did ours this last weekend, and it, yeah, I understand. Because uh, Christy, my wife, got uh, did a little photography last year and got paid and got a form for it. So, of course, we had to file it. And <laughs> it's like, oh, so you're self-employed? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> so I had to go through that. Um, yeah, not fun. So I, I, feel, you, I feel you, bro. Uh, Jen, what would you like to work on uh, before next well, let's see. I have a list of about ten things I wrote down for this show. Wow, that's okay. how my mind works. Every all the time, I have things going on and things I'm not doing enough of. But um, I guess one of the main things is um, I don't think we've actually technically announced this in any of the shows. So uh, I, I I've told you, Eugene. I don't know about the others, but. Um, I was approached by the local public radio station about doing oh. a spot and mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing like a five minute weekly show about the environment. That's so awesome. I have um, committed to, you know, like sending them the recordings for the month so that I don't have to do them weekly because I'm not good at like weekly things like that. <laughs> um, I know it'll be too, too time consuming. So I want to just be able to sit down, record it and send them all. And so far I've written like one and a half of the spots and (laughs) sent them the one and, you know, they said it was good. So now I just have to sit down and like write the rest for the first month and keep that going Um, because I'm a good writer, but I hate like having to get my thoughts in order like that. And it takes me forever. It's, it's a five minute spot, but it'll take me hours just to write it and get it out. So it's kind of (laughs) torturous. I guess that's a creative thing outlet though. Um, So I'm excited about that. Um, and it'll be kind of a similar to Sustainably Geeky, but in like a much shorter format with just me and no interviews or anything. So so there's that. I've got to finish that before the end of the month. Um, and then the other, I guess, big thing I'll pick is that I have had this. You mentioned you had an air. Uh, what's it called? Airbrush for a year. I've had a guitar in the box for I want to say four or five years. I bought it on Black Friday, like, many years ago. It's been sitting in one of my spare rooms. And I uh, never opened it, never started, you know, to learn. So I actually, like, bought a subscription to Fender's online lessons because I had a half-off deal. And that was, like, a month ago, and I haven't 
<laughs> I haven't logged in or started learning, so I guess I need to commit to at least taking it out of the box and starting a lesson <laughs> in the next month. Sounds good to me. I really do want to learn. Like, I, I uh, like disclaimer. I played instruments in high school, middle school and high school. You know, growing up, so music is a huge part of my life. I was like pretty good at picking up instruments because um, I had to learn a new instrument for marching band, and then. You know, like you just your embouchure is different, your fingerings are different, everything. So I feel like I, I have a good like foundation in it. It's just a matter of this is a whole other type of you know instrument and learning how to make that work. So once I do though, man, watch out, world. I won't just be doing <laughs> karaoke. I'll be like <laughs> singing and playing. No, nice. <laughs> so yeah. Well, alrighty then. Um, well, we, we said when we started the show that, uh, we might have a topic from time to time. Um, if, unless there's anything else anyone wants to, to, to discuss, we were going to talk about, uh, copyright issues a little bit. Um, since one of us actually ran into a problem with a copyright issue. So do you want to talk about that a little bit, Ray, or? Uh, sure. Uh, so I've always been a fan of fan art. Uh, some of our favorite artists that we buy stuff from um, at Fan Expo and online are fan art. Um, and so I thought it would be fun to make a couple of skateboards. Uh, I thought it would be hilarious to put Where's Waldo on the bottom of a, a, a bottom of a skateboard. Um, conversation piece, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, thought I did a decent job with it. And I think you did, because you posted pictures of it. It looked good. <laughs> uh, actually, did Fido Dido as well, and that one sold. Um, I did a Venom one as well, but I've pulled that one since I've learned my lesson on this one. Uh, I was contacted. Uh, so Etsy sent me a notice that a copyright infringement uh, claim had been put against one of my posts because I was selling it on Etsy. And I was informed that uh, DreamWorks uh, owned the rights to Where's Waldo and that I wasn't allowed to sell my skateboard because it had Where's Waldo on it. So I reached out to them and said, sorry, I just always loved the character. thought it would be kind of cool to put him on the bottom of a skateboard. Never meant to threaten your... Multi-million dollar empire. <laughs> Multi-million dollar empire, <laughs> yes. <laughs> One original piece of art. Um, so I, I had a question in my head at the time that I'm, I'm, I'll save for the show, uh, and I'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, so I pulled that one immediately, and uh, and then I pulled the Venom one as well, uh, but I left my other two up because they are original art. Um, as for what my question is, how is it? And this is this is I, I put this out to you guys. So how is it different from me putting this on a skateboard, right? I can put it out there, do that kind of thing. What's the difference between that and somebody getting a tattoo and paying somebody for the tattoo? So that happens happens every day where somebody gets a tattoo of Fido Dido or I've got a buddy who's got an entire sleeve of Ghostbusters. Yeah, he does. And, you know, what's what's the difference? I'm just curious because there's clearly a difference. 
Well, and all the other fan art that we see at Fan Expo, the oh. artist alleys just crammed full mm-hmm. of nothing but fan art. And I love seeing the yeah, fan art because it's, it's their take on that character, right? And, and I love that idea. There was one, he did uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I loved the the way that he did it. It was mm-hmm. so original. Um, but, but I have heard that they are, some places are cracking down on even that kind of sales. Is that correct? Like, have y'all heard this at different cons where I, people, we haven't, we haven't been know. on for a while, but mm-hmm. I, I have heard more and more that they're trying to crack down on this stuff. Uh, and I don't know. I, I it's kind it of, is a shame. it's yeah, it's kind of a, a shame, right? Uh, because artists are trying to show what they can do and the more and more these large companies pick these things up and copyright to the point of protecting. There's one thing if see, and this is where my difference is as well. There's one, there's a difference between taking something and claiming that you created it. Like if I took the Fido Dido thing and said, I created this character, mm-hmm. right? That's different than me creating my version of that character. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get that. I, I get the the concept of the copyright in the sense that the artists that created it deserve, you know, the, the recognition for it and, and yes. their time and effort, you know, are worth money and yes. all that. On, on the flip side, though, um, you you would think that other people emulating that art would help to kind of promote whatever they're doing you know like someone sees where's waldo on your skateboard and they're like oh that's cool i like where's waldo i haven't read him in a while let me go get a book you know or whatever the case is i'm gonna go you know watch this tv show or this movie now um yeah it's kind of a like a double-edged sword i guess i, I don't know how you still it, it is because i i see the other side of it too where there's uh there's an artist in uh king carden uh which is a town close to us She's a fantastic artist. Uh, she does photography and she has to post every once in a while. Uh, just because I share my photos on Instagram doesn't give you the right to download that and then yeah. blow it up and put it in. Like she said, if you want to support me, buy my prints and do those things. I totally agree with her. Um, and or buy the I, digital rights to the photo. Or, but yeah. And, and I, and I understand that aspect of it. Um, but again, I go back to the question of what's the difference between, uh, painting uh, that on a skateboard and doing a tattoo on somebody's skin. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's well, it might be the difference might be between promoting and competing. They may actually have skateboards or something like that that has Waldo that we aren't aware of. So then you would be competing. Whereas tattoos, typically businesses don't like offer tattoos or images. There's no chance of competing it's just promoting and i'm just spitballing oh yeah yeah and see that's how i've always kind of taken it so let's let's well going back to what you were saying like i'm sitting here looking at right now i've got prints that i bought off of etsy uh they're original art but they are ghostbusters it has the ghostbusters logo you obviously know it's ghostbusters i have an autobot and a decepticon symbol as well as well as a uh, stormtrooper mask and i bought all these things off of off of Etsy, they were also, you know, original artist interpretation. Going back to what you were saying, uh, though, Sean, about uh, competing. So some of the things that I sell on Etsy are um, I sell 
miniature versions of a flux capacitor. I sell miniature versions of a uh, Autobot Matrix of Leadership. Um, I've never worried about it because, I mean, if they do ever, if someone ever does contact me, of course I will take it down. But I mean, the companies that that own the rights for these things have never produced these things like or they stopped producing them a long time ago so in the case of the autobot matrix hasbro has never officially made one they licensed a company that made one and they stopped making them over a decade ago and of course they're going for stupid amounts of money um so i'm producing something that's not even there you know if they want to compete as soon as if hasbro announced you know a toy fair just happened if they announced hey we're going to come out with a autobot matrix leadership and it's going to be life size or whatever i'd pretty much just be like all right well cool that so much for that because i can't i number one i don't want to compete because <laughs> i don't want to get in any trouble with that but it's just like so i come you know i i understand that um so yeah maybe there is a skateboard with where's waldo on it i don't know <laughs> okay but, but you're you're 3D printed Baby Yoda, assuming you had, you know, been the one that designed it, you said that they're cracking down on not just those, but like anything Baby Yoda, right. some crochet something. You know Disney's not going to sell a crocheted Baby Yoda keychain or, or something like that. So, like, you know, when you think about it that way, it, it's just them kind of being all powerful. Nobody well, see, in Right. I know copyright law, you do have to protect – if you have a copyright on something, you have to protect it because if you don't protect it, you lose the copyright on it. So I understand if it comes through to their attention, they have to they have to do something with it. Um, as for the Baby Yoda, the, the, th- the thing that's interesting about that is – so like the one that's sitting in front of me, I bought those files from a guy. Um, you know, He was selling the files. I don't know if he's still selling the files. Probably not because – you know. but up until this point, you know, Disney made a – um, you know, a, a a choice not to have any Baby Yoda merchandise, and they didn't. I will say to their credit, they did not shut anyone down on Etsy or anything for having Baby Yoda stuff up until about a month ago. Whenever they finally announced it's coming, it's just going to be a month or so, and then that's when the cease and desist letters started happening. So, uh, and it so it may be it may really come down to a uh, competition type thing. So. Well, and that's why I thought it was so curious because I haven't heard of a new Where's Waldo book. I haven't seen anything of Where's Waldo in I don't know how long. And so for DreamWorks to they must be coming out with a movie. That's my only or something guess. maybe yeah something soon. Mm. And you would think that like like Disney, you don't really hit anybody until it comes time that okay we're ready to go. So maybe maybe they're trying to ramp up. I don't know. I learned my lesson. Uh, I will never uh, try and sell that kind of art, obviously. Um, I will still make some of that art because it's fun. Uh, but it's 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 one of those hard things of, again, like the small artists, I get. Uh, the small artists, I, I want to protect them. But I have... I have little doubt that my one skateboard for 40 or whatever dollars is a threat to a multi-million dollar company. So <laughs> what's funny is I was just looking for where's Waldo skateboard. Apparently they did make one back in like the nineties uh, that they've thus stopped making. And then the one, one of the next things that comes up is where's Waldo skateboard. And I'm pretty sure it's the one that you made. <laughs> <laughs> when you click on it, it says, oh, no, this has been nice. taken down. So. so here's another question, though. 
to add more complication to this, um, how does that work when you're selling in another country on a site that may or may not be based in your country? I mean, do you have to follow that country's copyright laws or vice versa or both? Like, Technically, you are, and they have – just a couple of years ago, I know they reached an agreement that was supposed to basically ex- – because the U.S. has the worst copyright. Like, it's, it's by far the um, – the, like the uh, worst is in the strictest or the, As in the like, strictest, yes. Stupid. Okay. Um, it, and it, it protects to uh, to a degree that is basically made the fair use nullified, which is yeah. dumb. Fair use is you're supposed to be allowed to use it for uh, reviews as well as for uh, even um, creating your own content with it to the point of like uh, parodying. And, and that's why Spaceballs got away with what they did, right? Because <laughs> it's a parody and you're allowed to do that kind of thing. So. Yeah, hmm. it's the copyright law. So the original copyright law was, um, it was something like, it was only supposed to be like 20 years or so. And then it got extended to the life of the artist, which I, I have to say, I agree with, mm-hmm. yep. but yeah. now it's life of the artist plus like an additional 70 years. And it's just like, and Disney is the one behind that. And yep. what's really sad is, is cause the time period was coming up for Mickey mouse. And had they done some mm-hmm. research, they would have been like, Oh, well, Mickey mouse could have not been copyrighted. We could have trademarked it and still been covered, but they yep. didn't go down that route. So, yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and what's hilarious about that is Mickey Mouse wasn't even his creation. It wasn't Walt Disney's creation. (laughs) It was, it was one of his artists. Yeah. And then the artist taught him how to do it. And then, so this other artist creates this thing and Walt Disney buys the rights for it. And then. Right. Like that's that's what I is so funny about all this is that this, this sounds familiar, like that book we tried to read and couldn't finish uh, in book clubs, <laughs> the Marvel one. Oh, oh with, yeah. With all the yeah. bullshit with the artist and Stan Lee yeah. and Jack Kirby and all the people like. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one was tough. So, yeah. All that the was... wars. I actually had forgotten about that. You mentioned that. I was like, which book was <laughs> that? And I was like, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I think you might have been the only one that finished it. I am the only one that finished it, and it, man, it was dry. <laughs> so, was tough. Um, was anyone else run into any copyright issue with anything you make? Like I said, I because of the stuff. Now, I also feel like maybe one of the other reasons you got dinged is because um, yours is a two dimensional uh, graphic of of Where's Waldo, something that a computer could easily look at and and see. Um, I think that I may have they, been why it, it got pulled. I guess out. they painted it a little too well. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, whereas like um the the matrix the matrix that I make and then the the flux capacitor that I make, you can look at it and tell, oh, that's what it is. But there's also like it's also not screen accurate, so it's like you know I'm you know I don't think uh, I'm sure that a computer could probably pick it out and get a general idea, but uh. Like I said, I it, I haven't run into it yet, so thank goodness. And if I like, I, and if I do, then you know, I, hey, that's of course my first comment will be, you know, when I write back will be like, so when are you producing yours? Yeah. <laughs> so that I can buy one because the only reason I made this is because you weren't making it. So. But I call bullshit on that. 
You'll buckle. You'll cry. <laughs> Please don't sue me. Oh, no. I, I, I know exactly how this is going to go. Like I said, I'll, I'll just take it down and immediately be like, all right, so when are you producing the next one? So. Yeah. Because the first thing I'd probably be like, depending on who it is, it'd probably be like, so why are you coming after me now? It's been quite a while. Are you working on a new one? Is that something you don't want me to go around telling? Hey, they're making a new one. Uh, but yeah. So um, then just a question then, because I'm not into cosplay at all, but um, I know there are some cosplayers that get paid to go to events as certain characters. So just Curious if there's any of that going on, copyright infractions there. So I have heard a little bit about it in cosplay, but the thing is clothes can't be trademarked or can't be um, copyrighted. So because we're wearing clothing, it's a little bit different. But the things that will get you in trouble are like actually using like symbols. Like um, if they really wanted to be hard, they could get you for using the Batman symbol on your stuff or using like Hawk Girl or any of that if they just. Wow. Yeah. If they want to be asses, they could, because mm. that stuff's trademarked, so technically we shouldn't use it on our items. But our clothes can be exactly the same, because they can't trademark clothing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think they've, unfortunately, I, and when I say unfortunately, fortunately, I guess also, that a lot of them have come to realize that, hey, this is actually free advertising, and mm-hmm. we're going to look like super dicks if we... Because I mean, you know, you go to if you go to a, a, a you know a, a, a con, you're gonna see tons of Harley Quinns and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, lots of Deadpool. Deadpool's and stuff yeah. like that. And yes, they could come, you know, just slam the hammer down on that. But that also basically tells the people who love your item enough to dress up as it, yeah. hey, guess what? We're dicks. Don't don't do this. And I I think it would. I think if anyone stepped up and started doing that, they would very quickly find out this is not a road you want to go down. Um, I have heard of people getting hit for weapons, mm-hmm. though, for selling them. Not so much weapons that you use during your cosplay, but if you put them on Etsy and sell them, I have heard of people getting hit for those. Because they do make a lot of replica weapons and sell them. Right. So mm-hmm. some of the companies will come after you for props that you make and sell. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And see, once again, it's one of those things – like. Of course, I, I'm picking something that is so general, but I'm hearing it in the background here. Lightsabers, you know, there are the official Force FX ones or whatever, but, you know, they've also contracted out to other companies and stuff. Uh, but people sell Star Wars, you know, uh, lightsabers are a, like a dime a dozen. Um, so, but, I, of course, Lucas has always been very, he was always very lax about it. I, mean, I don't know how much longer that's going to be since he doesn't own the company anymore. But, um, well, Baby Yoda, for example. But uh, yeah, I've I've heard that as well, where people have said, because uh, you know some of the prop communities are like, you know, I'm I'm wanting to make this and and do this and sell it, and everyone's just like, you know, just just be aware if if they say no, like that's it. There's no <laughs> there's no coming back to it. So yeah. Uh, so a lot of people, I've, you know, have have talked about. I've seen a lot of prop makers talking about the fact that they're like, well, you know, I'll do commissions if you commission me to make this mm-hmm. this item, then. I will make it and charge you for it, and but I, I'm not going to resell it because it's a one-time commission, and you know no one's really going to worry about that. But you're right if if you're putting them on Etsy, you know, it, you Etsy's the go-to place to find this type of thing. So it's, mm. uh, you know, it on one hand it's hey this is the best way to get my stuff out there, but on the other hand it's also like okay well guess what now you're swimming with the big boys so. <laughs> 
because I run into it too when I make shirts because I, I use the Cricut and I make shirts and stuff. So I have to be careful on designs and stuff you use because I'll hit you for that as well. So if someone comes to me privately and asks me to make something, I'll make it. But I right. never pick anything that's trademarked out there, especially yeah. Disney. Disney will come after you for anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was actually uh, – we were talking about, like, the shop that we I have in my head. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, it's a garage that has everything in there. Anyway, um, one of the stations that I kind of have in my head is T-shirt making as well. And I thought that would be kind of cool. Uh, and I wanted to make one of the T-shirts that we talked about on the show, which is Saw – like uh like saw but with candy and has and i thought that'd be really fun but the problem is you can't do that at all and (laughs) and sell that t-shirt because it has saw and then it also has um charlie and the chocolate factory and like it's well some of it you can get away with if you kind of make it shadows and design it yourself like if you're not using art that's out there if you kind of combine it and make it your own which i yeah i guess i did do but you could probably skate around because I was thinking like that. So I would say like you wouldn't even do like you wouldn't even make the word saw anything like the logo. It would just no. be like like saw just, you know, S.A.W. Yeah. And under but with candy. And then if you had a general like just, you know, an outline, generalized outline of a guy who happens to be wearing a top hat and holding a cane. I mean, not necessarily Willy Wonka could just be some dude, but you know, I, 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 you could probably skirt around it, but I, I see where you're coming from. It's like, I, you know, it, it's a cool idea. And it's like, but do, do I want to possibly put the, do you know, the biggest thing for me is it's, it's not even so much that I'd be worried about legal ramifications. Cause most of the time it's like the first step is always the cease and desist. And if yeah. you go with the cease and desist, most of the time, it's done. done. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, do I want to spend the time and energy in designing this thing, and sure. then yeah, you're not going to be able to sell? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, especially if that's what you were kind of going for. And what's funny is, is you said a shirt that we came up with, and the first one I thought of was the one with the moose with the beaver holding the flag. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I still need to make that shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you asked about other issues with copyright, Eugene. Um, I've never run into an issue where I've been approached for breaching a copyright, but, um, or trademark or anything. But I will say, um, the internet was kind of a steep learning curve for me and a lot of people, I think, when images and music became so accessible. Mm-hmm. And I started managing social media pages and, you know, just creating event promotions and not thinking about, I can't just grab an image on Google and throw it up there um, if I'm using it for like a business page or a flyer or something. Yeah. Because I was doing that for, you know, a really long time because I was young and dumb and didn't know anything. And <laughs> then like my friend that was in marketing told me, hey, uh, you shouldn't do that. You you need to either get the, the pay for the rights or find royalty free or whatever. And then that, you know, started the whole my whole journey on all that. But um, even things like like music, because um, at the chamber, we would sometimes have like Pandora, you know, premium or whatever playing at an event. And then we found out that, no, you can't do use your personal Pandora account to uh-huh. play at this public event. You have to pay for the license for a business account to do that and stuff like that. Like you kind of learn as you go. But um, things for people to kind of look out for when you're you're just trying to do something innocent, maybe a fundraiser or, you know 
a fun event for your church or something, but you could get in some trouble with, you know, yeah. and, and movie, movie screening, same thing. Like if you advertise it as, you know, that you're showing a movie, you have to have the rights to play it. We've, we know this from EGX cause we have to buy the rights to those we had to buy them, you know, for years and years, but yeah. um, unless it's public domain and certain books and movies are after a certain amount of time, but it's a really long time. So, yes. <laughs> I was just I was just thinking of something and I completely and totally forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Um, but yeah, like it just the the whole copyright thing has always been one of those things in my mind because I'm like I you know I guess I could make something uh, original it, like as a prop or whatever that would be kind of cool or whatever. But I'm like it's, it's these things that I've always wanted as a kid and for the most part it's things that they aren't out there you know what you know what i'm saying so like i said the the matrix of leadership is something i've wanted since the movie came out in 1986 <laughs> and hasbro has never done it so it's like yeah. you know what y'all have had more than enough time <laughs> uh, so, and, so i think that's what my takeaway from this is is that i i will continue to make some of this stuff that i really want for myself mm-hmm. um but and gifts you can give it away and, right there's a gift sure no problem but uh, but I've learned my lesson in the way of uh, fan art is not allowed to be sold. So yeah, which sucks because like you said, you know, you put yours on Etsy and got your hand slapped, and yet you can go to any of a thousand different cons and walk down Artist Alley, and it's just tons oh. and tons and tons of stuff. I can't believe I just said I've never had a personal issue with copyright when Geek Fest was the victim oh, yeah. of such a stupid. Well, technically it's so, a trademark, but whatever, same thing. <laughs> so what she's referring to is oh. yes. So uh, Jennifer um, co-founded a an entire convention, uh, which still blows my mind. And uh, year before last, is yeah, what this yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, year before last, um, we got notification from some douchebag in Florida that he had trademarked. Geek Fest Film Festival, and I even did some research on it, and I was like, it's a film festival. As long as we don't do film, technically we should be fine. Technically, we also have uh, proof. Like, there's proof going way back that we've had the name for a while. We could have fought it. Yeah. The college didn't want to fight it. The college was just like, nope, just change the name. And, of course, I wasn't even at the meeting, and I just – Jennifer was texting me and just jokingly was, you know, talking about this. I was, I just jokingly said, well, why don't I trademark Epically Geeky and y'all can use it? And here we go. We have EGX now. Careful so what you wish for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that frustrated me for a lot of reasons. One, obviously, like you said, it was a completely different concept, different state. We had prior use. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most people that I talked to said, yeah, you could have won that battle because you're it, using yeah. it. In, yeah. Completely different context. Um, well, but the other thing is we had done film festival segment the year that they found us, but it was an outside company coming in and they did it, but it wasn't like a big part of the convention. We didn't like the way it turned out and we ended up saying we're not doing this ever again. And that was the reason we got caught, which really pissed me off because this thing that didn't even, you know, bring anything to the event or help. You know, it, it ended up just biting us and um, screwing us over. So, 
yeah, I mean, the guy let us use the name for the, the that year that we were in, and then we had to advertise that we were changing it. But changing the name of anything that's been around for several years is always very risky, and it, you know, causes confusion, and people don't understand. So, yeah. And, you know, it was my baby, and that really hurt that they just kind of said, no, we're not going to deal with it <laughs> for yeah. eight years. So, anyways. Raises a bunch of money for the college. <laughs> Whatever! Scholarships, so. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, does anyone else have anything they want to add to the conversation about uh, copyright or trademark? You know, either way, e- either thing. I mean, they're kind of kissing cousins. Uh, if you really look at them, they I I still I have to stop and still remind myself this is what copyright is. This is what trademark is uh, because they are they are two different animals. Um, in case you're not aware um one of the one of the good things about the newest copyright law is that the instant that you do something it is copyrighted it is if as long as you can prove that you did it when you made it it's copyrighted at least in the US it is um it's just being able to prove that you did it trademark on the other hand is a totally different animal <laughs> so you have to file and pay money which i know all about now i really didn't want to learn about all that but i i know about all that now and it's not cheap um but yeah, so uh yeah, if you if if you are making things and you know creatively just keep in mind that if it's something that someone else has done if it's if it is copyrighted by someone else, you know, they do technically have that authority. It's just, you know, but if you're making it for yourself, it is what it is. Like, you know, and I've reminded people of this, you know, I've talked to people about this, you know, several times. You know, they want to bring up like like you said music. Uh, you know, download illegally downloading music, illegally downloading movies. Um, no one in the United States has ever been taken to court for downloading illegal stuff. The only time they ever take them to court is the ones who are either redistributing it or selling it. That's when they get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I'm advocating doing either of those things because I'm a firm believer in paying artists for for what it is they do. Um. But yeah, that's that was one of the things because I've had people come to me and they were like, you know, like you know, we're gonna get trouble. I'm like, you're nobody. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry about it. I said, now if you are if you're running a, a FTP server in your closet and you're actively selling Avengers, <laughs> you know, then yeah, you might want to shut that down. <laughs> so, FBI is gonna be knocking on your door pretty quick too. So, uh. Well, anyway, so that that was kind of our topic that we wanted to talk about. So uh, since 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 one of us kind of got dinged with the hero. Hey, Ray, you could always um, do a skateboard of the Epically Geeky logo if you want something. I'm sure Eugene would give you permission to use that. Yeah, we'll have to talk about it. Licensing. (laughs) Since you can't use the other stuff, you can always do that. Oh, no. Actually, EGX is is a a trademark. Technically not just epically geeky, but it's close enough that I've already – when I talk to the lawyer, they're like, no, it would all fund fund the same thing, so – Hell, I'm Simply trying to get merch. one of the I'm trying to get one of the Canadians to get a 3D printer so that they can set I'm up a shop up it. there so we can sell good. stuff, we can sell 3D <laughs> printed stuff and I don't I not have to pay the exorbitant taxes and shit to ship it over the border. Let's uh let's see how this sale of the house goes. We'll go from there. All right. I'm going to have at least one in my man cave. So Good deal. I need to do train parts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, train see, parts. yeah, that's one of those uh yeah, we're going to have to have a talk about about model trains i just i had no idea you were a train guy man oh man i've 
my old house, I had like the tables all built for like a decade, but I hadn't put anything on it because like I wanted to get into DCC trains, which mm-hmm. is really expensive. That's mm-hmm. all the digital control. Yeah. So it took me forever, but I finally got the mm. controllers and the trains and all that. Then we sold the house. <laughs> so I never got a chance to like put anything together. Mm-hmm. So it's all in boxes still. <sighs> but uh, I hate that. one day. Well, if you ever come visit Texas, we have a model train club in, you know, the town over and they have a huge setup, the old train station. So when's the uh, what in Texas? When's the coolest month? (laughs) Winter. (laughs) (laughs) Like Uh, February, January, February, January, February, sometimes March, like because I mean, we've had some cold spring breaks, too. So I mean, we had our first freeze in October, though, and then it got cold and then it got really warm for a couple yeah. months so Oof. you never know but i'd say probably well january is pretty warm this year though so maybe february yeah. february march somewhere around there so. i don't want to keel over <laughs> it's fine you just stay we inside it. you're fine yeah we survived the summer there you're okay we've had a couple of freezes like recently but it's been in like the low digit single digits i guess for you guys or you know maybe it was months. only 39 when we were there okay <laughs> 39 yeah celsius celsius yeah oh god i work in that no yeah it, it's like 39 here now like a low of 39 fahrenheit yeah fahrenheit so, so. um well like i said if, if that's it we'll go ahead and wrap up this first episode like i said we are planning on doing this show uh monthly um probably going to come out the third Maybe the fourth week, uh, Monday of the month, probably the third Monday of the month. Uh, we're going to try to get to a pretty regular schedule for our shows and try to have one come out every uh, single week. Procrastinators being the one that's hardest to nail down. So, <laughs> I think you were uh, going to move this to the last or the fourth Monday, right? Because maybe that was the fourth. Because right yeah, now so. it's competing with, well, not but same day as Sustainably Geeky, but with yeah. her show. <laughs> since you don't have a procrastinators out yet <laughs> that's very true yes um anyway can, so can i just I, I was just gonna say uh one last thing about this whole uh copyright thing i i wanted to share it with you guys because i know we're all and especially it's important for for getting started with creativity stuff like that um i, I wanted i want to spread the word as much as possible Fan art is great, and you can put it on Instagram. You can have fun with it and all that stuff. Just don't try and sell it because you will get hit. And uh, and it's a it's a mistake that I made. And now I know the law. And now I know the rules. So please, you know, uh, just take take the lesson that I've already learned. And <laughs> how did you yeah. not go with knowing is half the battle with that? <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs> it was copyrighted, that's why. Because uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're listening to this show. Yes. Uh, as always, you can find us at epicallygeeky.com. Uh, you can find all the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, like I said, I'll have the feed up here as soon as I can uh, to go along with the different shows. You can find us at Epically Geeky on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and then if you want to follow our individual creative thing, creative outlets, possibly if we're putting that stuff out there, uh, 
Let's go around and find out where shade? we can find everyone. So, was do what? That was absolutely. That was absolutely. If we're posting, no, I, I'm the one that posts kitten th- like pictures of my cats all the time and go, oh yeah, you know what? I'm working on this. Maybe I should po- post pictures of that. So, uh, Jennifer, where can we find you online? Um, here on Creatively Geeky, as I mentioned earlier, sustainably, epically, and marginally geeky, and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Het's Gonna Be Me. <laughs> Chris, where can we find you online? You can find me here at Creative Geeky and all the same places as Jen. Uh, <laughs> they hang out in the same place. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to be just like me. Yeah. Just They're both trying to save the planet. Yes. <laughs> We're trying. Help us. Uh, at, almost. Uh, and on Instagram at The Borough Life. And that's it. I, I have appreciated the, uh, the daily pictures you've been putting up. Oh, okay. So especially so Wicket just basically just hangs out there all the time. Oh. So I took him out to go pee and then we came in, I brushed him off from the snow and then he proceeded to sit by our door and whine and look at me like I was stupid because he needed to go back to bed. He wasn't done being in bed yet. Mm-hmm. And so he that's what he did. He nuzzled himself in between our pillows and the only reason he got off the bed four hours later was because I was opening a package of cheese and he heard it and decided <laughs> to jump down and come out and see what was going on. Four exactly. hours later. Yeah. Nice. Otherwise he would stay there all day. <laughs> Some days I, I same thing, man. Uh, Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me, uh, the reluctant Yeti, uh, on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. Uh, and then on Facebook, you can find uh, my artist page on Raymond. Uh, it's Raymond Andrew. Uh, and sometimes I post there. Uh, and then soon, well, obviously, Here. Epically Geeky and Marginally Geeky. And Marginally Geeky. Marginally geeky, and, geeky. And, and Procrastinators. And procrastinators once in a while because, you know, we try and put a show on once in a while. But we are really pros at procrastinating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are <laughs> digging that name. It is fantastic. Um uh, the other thing I was going to say, too, is hopefully there I, you can find some of my art at a store coming soon, and I will discuss that when it comes out. Yay! And there's, of course, a link to his infamous Etsy store <laughs> on at Empathy Geeky. So. Only original art will be for sale. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Sean, where, where can we find you? Uh, usually Amazon. If I don't make a purchase at least once a day, they uh, come calling. Now they get worried about you. Yeah, they send the FedEx guy every day. Uh-huh. It's, it's crazy. Um, I'm marginally geeky, Mac Daddy, epically geeky. Um, <laughs> procrastinators, I haven't been on that one yet. I'm supposed to be, but I can't uh, remember. You know what? what? We've got a good. I've played the next game that we're doing. It's a good game. So what is it again? And he uh, Gunstar Heroes. Oh, I think on, I the, on the Sega Genesis. On that, the Sega Genesis. Classic. It was a good game. So you can be on that one. And I'm I'm usually around Facebook and stuff like that. Around. Yeah, I'm around. Good deal. <laughs> Laura, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Lauren Ray Cosplay. Yes, go definitely go check out her stuff. Like I said, the the hot girl for itself is just flipping awesome. But uh, <laughs> she does post uh, 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 works in progress whips. So I always feel weird when I put when I tag that because when you click on the tag on Instagram, sometimes you find like cars and stuff, and I'm like, this isn't a work in progress. So. 
But yeah, definitely go definitely go follow her her Instagram. It's 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 awesome. So just did just super did. creeper. Yep. Good deal. Thank you. <laughs> nice. And as always, you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Jane on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 